0: You, uh, say your name and introduce yourself? No,
1: I'm I'm Shere Khan. I'm one half of
2: the Rag & Bone Bros. And I'm Junaid, the other half of Rag & Bro Brothers. Ram <laughs> Any old
1: rags that you've a for your rag? Any old scrap metal? Brass? Old motor batteries? Old iron? wrought steel? Anything like
2: that? This morning? Rainbow. 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 Ceramic balls, copper coat hangers, vases... Japanese kakashi dolls, zoo posters, chemistry bottles, glass globes. This is the tales of the brothers. Welcome
1: to the tales of the brothers
2: ragabone. Welcome to the tales of the brothers ragabone.
0: Right, so um, we've got the subject of this episode in front of us: a ceramic bull. Uh, this one's kind of a mauve and dark purple color, and it's beautiful, sort of shiny surface, curved shape. It's got its head down. Um, and uh, we're talking about the story of how this bull came to be here today, but it's also a story with a bit of a a, with a moral to it, I guess, or that it's got a question in it, because um, behind you, you know, you've got um, boxes, uh, you've got a small herd of these bulls behind you in yeah. boxes, yep. And um, this one in front of us uh, that we got out is is old, um, but the ones behind you are are new. These
2: are new, Um, and that's an original. That's when I say original. That's they're all original. original, but that's from the guy that actually designed it and made it, started it all off.
0: Well, I suppose so. That's the question in this story: is kind of what's this business all about, really? This antiques business, in a way, you know, what makes something worthy and special to be in this shop. Um, and I think we're kind of going to hear how your, your answer to that uh, is different from some other people's. And some people have disagreed with with, with how you see things. Um, but it seems to me um, from the story today that it's kind of, yes, it's about um, old objects, but it's also things that have a that have a story to tell about the past that, and often also your story of how you found it of, what it, of the people who are alive today and their stories that are connected to it. So um, I suppose we're sitting in your shop we're surrounded by all these objects but you know I can get the sense that we're also surrounded by a lot of stories and maybe um that's a part of what makes an object special that's what makes it worthy to be here there's there's things that have that have stories and have meaning so this one right so let's begin um and this story you've told me it begins back where we left off in the previous episode this is with Hubert and his vases because in amongst uh, Hubert's thousand vases, um, a solitary bull had crept in.
2: Right? Yeah, that, um, on our well, it was on our first trip with Hubert when we first loaded the van, he gave us this bull and he goes, "Oh, you guys might like this." So we packed it up. We didn't think much of on it then, so we just packed it up, and it went.
1: It was kind of like amongst the vases and the jugs vases. and all of that. So we just we just kind of wrapped it up and and brought it back here. And um, then
2: we. Once we cleared everything out, once we got to that, I don't think, we, um, we we took that with us. We brought it to the shop. We'd done a couple of shows, but some people made silly offers or whatever. But then it was in flat iron when someone saw it. And so it. it was just on display amongst all the other vases. And my brother really liked it. He, he, he was humming yeah. and armoring. Should I sell it? Should I not sell it? Should I sell it? And that day we put it out. It was a really busy day. Someone just came up and said, How much is the bull? And I just said off the top of my head, 125. Without even questioning it, he just he yeah, here you go. Bought it. And went. And then my brother goes, you say something? I go, yeah, I've sold it. And he goes, oh. And I go, then you should just taken it. But, you know. And then what happened is, when we went back for the second lot, um, second visor to pick up from Hubert, my brother asked him, he goes, that ball was really nice. Where would you get it from? I want one for myself. And that's when... Hubert goes to my brother. Oh, they're made by Otto Keramic. and he goes, "Well, do you really like? Did you really like it?" And we go, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, his son is just down the road, and his son is in charge of the, um, the, factory. the factory now."
1: And then he said to us, um, "You know what? Let me take you to the to the Otto factory, and you can meet Otto himself, Otto Junior." And he said to us, "You know, Otto Gerhaz, the original Otto, had passed away recently, and his son is still uh, continuing." And uh, yeah, 45 minute drive, kind of like on the outskirts of Frankfurt, we go to um, the original auto factory.
0: Awesome. So that's that's like the moment when um, you realise, oh, the past is still alive. Yeah.
1: At that moment, we kind of understand that these are still being, pre- or there is someone still producing these. And then, you know, we're even more kind of like shocked when we find out it's his son. And it's still being produced in the
2: same factory. And, you know, yeah, we said, yeah, let's go down there. And like, it was like, it was a high ceiling, but it's just shelving up to the sky. You know, you look up and there's you know, a mismatch of old vases, new vases. And, and all look. the like,
1: kind of like new things that he's been making. But um,
2: like, it was like as if, I can't explain it to you, Like you had to see it. It's like time has stood still. Mm-hmm. It's... Like, all the shelving, this, like, wooden warping, um, dust everywhere. And then he goes, well, do you want to have a walk walk around? And we just walked around, and then he was explaining to us what this area is, what that area is. Um, and he was really saying, look, you know, it's still the same. Nothing's changed. It's, there's no machinery. He is literally him by hand and his part-time worker Doing all the work, yeah, exactly as his father, yeah, exactly yeah. as
1: far, as he would have been done doing with his oh, the, father. The
2: factory layout, he said, the factory layout hasn't changed since 1962. He goes, it's still the same layout, you know, where the shelves—that's where his father planned the shelves, the drying area. His dad made this special glass and so the sun dries them. He goes, the waiting area. He goes, this is where we color them. We thought, wow, this is like this is, for us. It was amazing. You know, we we
0: loved it. You know. We, it was like stepping back into the yeah. the pottery scene that you've like, yeah you've fallen in love with anyway. Yeah, that's it.
1: So I mean, we you could see that this is this is the place. I mean, imagine at the time there was dozens of people working in there,
2: and he was saying That's when he told us that his father is one of the chaps that first invented the ingredients for this lava lava effect. So what is that? Right. What it is is when you get a color. So just say you get you got a red. And then you glaze it to make it shiny. But when you add this ingredient, whatever it is, they all keep it secret. It's like Coca-Cola, you know, no one knows the ingredient. They add that and there's no way you know what kind of effect it's going to give. So it basically looks like lava, like volcanic ash popping. And he goes, his father was one of the first chaps to invent it. Or put it together when he was working at Russia art, but this is back in the fifties um he was working with another chap I've forgotten his name mm. together they together they designed the bison and the ingredients for the lava and it was a massive hit straight away in Germany. It was a company called Russia mm. Russia art, and it was a hit straight away it gave Russia art a really big. Move into the ceramic kind of world or whatever, and then not he, only
1: in Germany, I mean all over in England, all over America, Europe. um, You know, that, it just took yeah, off. It took off. So in that era, that kind of stuff was it, was it was really really fashionable. And
2: yeah, and then he said he said in 1962, his dad decided to go his own way. And the the owners or the runners or whoever was in charge of uh, Russia Art as a thank you they gave him the rights to the mold of the bison of the and the bulls. Yeah, the owners were probably saying, "Look, you take this mold on now. It's you know people will recognise that, and hopefully your company will do well," which he did. Otto Otto Ceramic made some really nice forms. But by the time we got to meet him, he was was struggling. And when we met him, his brother had just left as well. Because him and his brother were together. But then it got to a point where his brother said, there's no money in this. I'm out. And then he left. And his son was there as well when we first met met. him. And he had no interest. His son had no interest whatsoever. He couldn't give a flying (laughs) shit.
1: And then... um We kind of, like, started off with... We we bought everything that he had that day. That day, we had... So, anything he had ready, we bought. And then we brought them back. So, when we got back here, they just sold. They were really, really just... People loved them. The people took to them straight away. And they sold really well. Um, I mean, a lot of the people that bought them maybe didn't even know about it. They didn't even know about the significance of Autokeramic. But, you know, like, like I said, it's just... Just the shape and the design and the form is just so good that anyone who's got kind of like an eye for good form, um, yeah, they, they just went for it. Um, and we realised, you know, kind of like like I said, um, kind of light bulbs started popping in our heads, thinking, you know, what we can um, we we can make. So that's when my brother like spoke to him about putting another order in. So and I
2: asked him, can can you do more than these colours? And at first, he wasn't really interested in doing new colours.
1: Like we wanted him to start doing the lava, the old lava effects, and things like that. Oh,
2: yeah, the first lot we bought, they didn't have any lava on them. They were just like glazed red, glazed yellow, glazed orange, and I think there was a um, matter green matter. Yeah. Uh, but when I phoned him, I said, "Look, I, w- I want to make an order. Can we do this?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, what all? You know how?" And I said, "Look, I just want the red glaze." But I want the whole top of the bull, the bison, with lava. And he goes, I can try. He goes, Cause, he goes, my father's ingredients. He goes, I don't know. He goes, plus, I can't get the same ingredients anymore. I go, it doesn't matter. Give it a go. And then when they were ready, he phoned us. So we were going to Germany. But it, was about, it took about two months to get this order ready. Because he's only working on his own now. Uh, he's got one guy that helps him part time so we went there and he, he goes oh I don't think they've come out exactly how you want and then when it to come out to us they were they were fantastic yeah, they're perfect because you take one out it's got lava across the top but what's happened because the lava burns at a higher temperature it makes different kind of markings and you take another one out they're both so no, the same mould yeah but no two are the same they're not the same because, like, they were all different characters. Like, they they were, they were the same, but they weren't. And he showed us some of his father's original moulds that he used to make the new ones so he could make new moulds. Because apparently he couldn't use those moulds because they were too old and too brittle. So he had to... I only described how he had to fill it in and make a new model and make a mould and stuff. But, yeah, the... Um, we, we took them We took them back. We brought them back to England, and we were doing. We were doing a few shows, in it. Oh, yeah. And it was. It was at like one of the shows. Don't want to give any names, no, I don't want to offend them. But yeah. Yeah, they came up and said to us. I'll never forget this. Because uh, I think you got too many balls up. You know, it'd be good if you don't put too many of these balls on show.
1: Yeah, they they kind of had a problem with them, kind of not. Because being they, made by the original Otto, and that they were just kind of something that they're, they they um, considered
2: them reproductions, That's, yeah. you know, and and not only that, because by by now, cause of because of Hubert, we had joined a few. Facebook... Um,
1: West German Pottery... I mean, that's not what the whole scene is kind of called... Fat Lava or West German Pottery... On
2: Facebook, there's a whole like... There's about seven or different pages... And we became members of them... And there they were saying... Oh, have you seen these people selling reproductions... And stuff like that... But to us... we We, we couldn't understand how is it a reproduction... If it's the same guy making the same thing, because he was taught by his son. I mean, he was taught by his father, and his son is just carrying on the same legacy. Yes, that's, that's all so it is. So we, we just couldn't understand how people thought they were reproductions. So, some women say they're fakes, but we're saying, how, how is it a fake? Same ingredients, same hard work, same labour, same love, going into the same thing, like a father teaching his son.
1: We just couldn't quite understand, did they expect him just to kind of close up once his father... Uh, passed away, and that they, they, they had just as much right as being accepted as a auto bull than as his father's one would have been. But that's that's, exactly like, that's
2: the thing. Like, the factory address, the factory name, the factory telephone number is the same since 1962. It hasn't changed. Yeah. And they just couldn't take it. And then... Because we, it had
0: been forgotten. Like, it yeah. had been assumed that it had gone they, they, all Yeah.
2: They, 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 I think there was a period where the father
1: stopped... And late 70s his father yeah kind of no early 80s i think up to up to about 79 i think in the early 80s he stopped and then he started again just kind of like before a few years before he passed away so people kind of made a junction in that in, you know a juncture in that anything before he stopped was acceptable and then when his son carried on for for some reason the kind of west german pottery aficionados and and and, and you know this kind of people that are into it. Um,
2: and I think it's like people were worried that it's going to devalue the old yeah, ones. I think
1: that was a real thing. I think the real collectors who had collected the old ones and now these old ones were like in their, some of them even in their thousands of pounds um, were probably thinking, oh, one minute, if they start producing them again, the price is going to fall on ours. Um, so they started this kind of um, campaign of kind of trying to make it look as if it, yeah, decredit the newer versions but credit to Otto and Otto Junior people still recognise the the design and the style in them because they just kept selling I mean we sold um, and you 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 couldn't get this if you tried so we were at a show um, in uh, in Hagerston uh, mid-century modern a lady from America comes in she's an American lady and her father is a a modern day cowboy as in he ranch yeah he has a ranch and his whole thing is he cattle's bison and when she saw the bison one she lost it she absolutely lost it and she bought every single one, one was... we had not only did she buy every single one we had she wanted more so you know we we shipped a whole load of the, of them to her in america as well it was like how would you get a cattle rancher's daughter to come to a show and, and, and see these things? She bought one for everyone in her family. She said, oh, she wanted one of every colour for all, all over the ranch. Um, so, and yeah. We, she,
2: she even bought some for the restaurants they supply. Yeah. And, um, and then what, what was really good is what happened is we got a phone call from Drew Pritchard.
0: She's a big name in yeah, this world. Yeah, yeah, in this
2: world. And uh, they wanted to come and do salvage hunters with us. Yeah. And we said, okay, oh, we arranged the day and he came round. And as soon as he walked in, he saw the Bulls and he loved them. But we said to him, we, we told him, straight, like, well, these are new. But they're made by the same family. The father, as we explained to him, the father designed in 1954. Um, and they've been made by Otto since 1960s. It's the same family, the son. And he just he goes, I don't care. He goes, no, it just being the un- legacy
1: of the father was was, was enough. enough for him.
2: He goes, he goes, in modern day Ford is the same as the old Ford. He goes, it's Ford.
1: Um, so he 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 you know, he absolutely loved them. He loved and you know, absolutely loved the design. He, he he loved the story behind it that you know, this you was know, the and, son and uh, he really liked his father's that, yeah, work. And
2: he really liked that we were trying to keep a company that's been around so long, we're trying to help it. He liked that all. He just liked the whole idea. He took, a, he took quite a few, and then the show aired. Yeah, I'd never forget this. Like, I'm, I, I was sitting at home and watching the show. The show aired, and then about twenty minutes into the show, my brother goes, "Have you seen what's going on?" I go, "What?" He goes, "Just check the website."
1: And like, we sold out. We sold out of balls. Completely right. sold Com- out.
2: Completely sold out. Amazing. And hit, hit, hit. then our our mailing list started getting bigger. Ting, ting, ting. You just hear a ting, ting. Someone joined the mailing list, and then I said, oh, "Okay." So we were really happy with that. So we phoned Otto and I said, "Look, Otto, I need a bigger batch. A bigger can you, uh, yeah. Can you yeah. do it?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He goes, "I'll do it." And then when I sent him the order, he got back to me. He goes, "When you said big." I didn't know you meant this big he goes goes, this is going to take me some time I go don't worry don't rush it whatever and then it took him three months yeah three months months. so during lockdown we went over to Germany we picked them up we brought them back and then my brother started taking pictures we're putting them online putting them on Instagram As as we're putting them on they're selling as we're putting them on they're selling as we're putting them on they're selling I was just a blood deal, like we sold that batch, I reckon, in a couple of weeks, yeah they were gone, so I phoned him again, and then he goes, <laughs> and then he goes he goes, guys i he goes, I can't explain to you how much i, I you know I thank you guys, and I go, why, well, what's happened he goes he goes people in Holland have started ordering his Instagram kind of thing took off. Uh he's he, even his own website, people in Germany that knew he was there but didn't order from him started ordering. But not only that, he goes people are starting now ordering pots, flower pots, vases, you know, they they're asking about my other stuff because of that. And what else what, what what's really amazing as well now he's like you can you can tell in Otto himself as well. He he when we first met him, he was he was a bit gloomy, but now his yeah. enthusiasm his enthusiasm has grown as well. Like he himself is started to experiment with colors, with different pigments, like his father did. His father was always experiment. You know, if I mix this ingredient with that ingredient, what will happen? He started doing that now. When you when you, when something you do is appreciated and you and you can see
1: that appreciation, you two start kind of you know it, it makes you more. You know, kind of pushes you on to 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 better yourself and, and do more, and I, I think that's that's kind of like what happened. Um,
2: like e- e- even now, um, during lockdown, well, I was sitting and we talking, and his dad is really famous for a vase called the UFO. So basically, it's like a UFO, and it's got a massive chimney. And we were just talking about how his father loved Bauhaus, we love Bauhaus, and. It's not out yet, but we're working on a kind of like tribute, to tribute Bauhaus. to Bauhaus and a tribute to Otto Grouts. So we're combining his pottery design with Bauhaus. So, but that's going to be a limited edition. So that that you know we we'll work. So even he has started doing his own designs. Before he was he was scared to do his own designs, but now even he can see like you know. What he's doing is great, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's, uh, it shouldn't be forgotten, it shouldn't be hidden.
0: Awesome. No, that is amazing. And I guess that does raise a lot of questions about, like, well, what... Okay, yeah, what is it that this business is all about, right? Well, first bit is, so does something have to have a connection to the past for you? For you, like, for you, in this? if you're talking about this antique yeah. business? For us, it I does. Think for the
1: biz- I think the business
0: that we're in, there's, there's got to be some, some history to something. Um, but it doesn't have to be but it can be but then it becomes but you're more open to like you could tell that there was this love between father and son and the yeah. direct connection and that yeah. counts as as history I mean even the yeah. connection
1: like that yeah of course um, yeah I mean uh, even if it's like I mean they, they, I see certain lights sometimes uh, they're maybe modern but they're a homage to a really great historic piece of work and sometimes you know even things like that i think is quite acceptable in in our business i mean if someone's respected something so much from from the past and and made their version of it in the and and he's used the same kind of skills and trade um to do it uh, you know that's that's got to be respected that's got to be you know that's got to be respected
0: Awesome. Um, then let's just... Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, there's bulls behind you right now. Yeah. There's bulls on your shop. Um, and people can look out for UFO vases yes. coming, coming down soon, the line.
2: Hopefully, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just... I love. I it. mean,
1: we've got some animal, other animals as well. We've got rhinos and... Um, there's the bear. There's a bear now and an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they were old forms that he started redoing. I mean, once he started kind of like... The interest started growing and growing. He just started kind of pulling out more um, molds and 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 you know he started redoing some of the old animals that his his father done. I think he's got a cat as well. he
2: got a cat yeah. and now an yeah,
0: so there's all a whole menagerie available yeah. now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Let's press stop.